Hey, listener, Zach Harper here. Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rivals pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years. Here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick First time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step. To five three three four two New York, call the twenty four seven Hope Line at one eight seven seven eight Hope and Y or text Hope and Y four six seven three six nine. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And now, here's your starting lineup. Trayvon Edwards, Jason Madison, Boom Shakalaka. Today we have a special guest joining us. We have Mina Kimes. Welcome, Mina, to the show. I feel like I need a nickname now. After. <laughs> right. Can you guys give me one? I'll MK, put you on the spot. I, um, okay, so I did actually, kids did call me MK growing up. And my initials are MMK. My middle okay. name is Mugil. It's Korean. 
Fortunately, that was during the height of South Park's popularity. So they would say, "Okay, okay, that's clever, though." Okay, okay, that's fine. Okay, okay, okay. Mean it okay times. That's very generationally specific, but no, we'll 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 dig it. All right. Mina Kimes is an American investigative journalist who specializes in business and sports reporting. She has written for Fortune, Bloomberg News, and ESPN. She is currently a senior writer at ESPN and an NFL analyst on NFL Live. And now it's time for the one or the two with J Skills. Harvard or Princeton? Neither. Are you allowed to do neither? You're allowed. Okay. Neither. Tea or coffee? Coffee. Minari or Parasite? Parasite. I like them both, though. But have you guys seen both movies? I haven't seen Minari. I've yet. only seen uh, Parasite. Okay, Minari is really good, but it's you know it's like more slow, emotional kind of. Parasite is just you know a banger. So yeah. I gotta go Parasite. Uh, etch a sketch or watercolor? Watercolors, because you can kind of mess up and cover over it. Etch a sketch, you got one shot. That's actually, by the way, before I met uh, Trey, you asked me to etch a sketch of Black Trey. And you did it. Well, and it was just I was a square. Like, so it was, it was like pretty cool, cool, though. Yeah. It was a commission. Uh, writing or drawing? <laughs> well, writing, because I'm definitely not good enough at artwork to have, make a career out of it. Steve Largent or Doug Baldwin? Oh, Largent is kind of the legend, so I got to go Largent there. Bobby Wagner or Richard Sherman? Bobby's still with the Hawks, so I'll go Bob. Bobby's also, I mean, they're both very cool, but Bobby's, I've only met Bobby, so I'll go Bobby. Pablo or Dan? I got to go Dan. Woody or KB? KB. KD or GP? KD. I'm, I'm, I've, well, now that I'm a Nets super fan, I'm all in on KD. So. KD's also, by the way, been laying down some like all world tweets lately. Yeah, he has. <laughs> he might be the best athlete tweeter. Yeah, you might be. Right we have. Uh, besides Maddie Johnson, of course. Uh, <laughs> Sugats or Poppy? That's tough. They're so different. They're such, they're both goats in their respective fields. I'll go Poppy because seniority. Guts or Legend of the Hidden Temple? Legend of the Hidden Temple, I think about more often now, like how I would approach it. I don't really think about guts. Kyle Shanahan or Sean McVay? Kyle Shanahan. Stephen A. and Skip or Mike and Tony? Mm, again, very different. Um, well, you said st- Skip, so I'll go Mike and Tony just because you threw in Skip. Golick or Greeny? Mm, I'm really close with Golick Jr., so I'll go with his dad. Slumdog Millionaire or Lion? I've never seen Lion, so I'll go with Slumdog Millionaire. What's Lion about? Lion is about a kid who gets lost in India and then he gets adopted by Nicole Kidman. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Same guy? (laughs) Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, Yes, Dev Patel. Oh, um, I was on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and uh helped my friend david chang win and the producer of the show called it his slumdog millionaire moment yeah pretty cool about that's awesome uh david e kelly or david chase which shows did david chase do he did the sopranos the wire i believe um no that's david simon right 
Oh, no, no, yeah. Davis. No, he did, but David Chase just did The Sopranos for Soprano. sure. Sopranos, okay. Yeah. No, yeah, David Simon did The Wire, David Chase did The Sopranos, David Kelly did, like, Big uh, Ali McBeal or whatever. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, I can't choose David Simon. That would be the right answer. I'll go with The Sopranos guy. Okay. Turtle or Johnny Drama? I no answer for that. <laughs> Never seen Entourage? Um, I, I've seen it, but mm. I've honestly, like... I don't remember a single thing that happened on Entourage. I got you. Bill Gates or Steve Jobs? Um, hmm, I'm on an Apple right now. I'll go Jobs. Andy Reid or Bill Belichick? Andy Reid, no question. Marshawn Lynch or King Griffey Jr.? Ooh, Marshawn Lynch is my favorite Seahawk of all time. King Griffey Jr., however, is like probably the most iconic Seattle athlete of all time. I'll go Marshawn just because he, I feel like if I got to spend a day with any athlete, I would choose Marshawn. For sure. The Kingdom or Safeco? I grew up going to the Kingdom, so I'll go Kingdom. The 1998 Mariners or the 2014 Seahawks? Um, I'll go Seahawks because I'm more a football person, even though I grew up loving baseball. Cordell Stewart or Taysom Hill? <laughs> I'll go with Cordell. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Pitts or Devontae Smith? I love Kyle Pitts. I was just talking to my guy. Um, he's like my fate, my draft crush this year. Are you guys into the draft? Uh, I'm. I don't really like pay attention to the draft like that until the draft. Day. I'm paying attention because I need this. I need my uh, Rams to, you know, do the thing. Well, the Rams won't do the thing for a while, as you oh, know. Wow. Yeah, that's so, true. That is true. I forgot you're a Rams fan. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, we got Deshaun, which I mean, I took Jason to the last game uh, at the college. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, and I saw Kaepernick's last game, uh, which was also at the Coliseum. He won in overtime. I'm a for, uh, 49er fan. You're a Niners fan. Okay. Yeah. So, All right. Cool. All yeah. the little um, rivalries going. Yeah. yeah. I get accused of uh, being a Rams. Well, I guess there's a good reason, but um, yeah, I, I we've never really talked about the Rams, you and me. Um, yeah, no, nah, I don't think we have. But I'm not one of those crazy fans either, though. That just kind of like gets mad or anything after a loss. Dude, there's a there's a lane for you though. Like, wh- so one thing I found on my Nets journey is there was a real lane to be a super fan, like with the nets like immediate <laughs> like within a week i had already risen to like tier two honestly it's like me you oh, know see, yeah i don't know if i want to go i mean you know i just normally tap in with jordan rodriguez and and, and serena morales and i just who, who is the, who is the ram super fan yg yg yeah like, uh, yg um there's an actor who's really into the rams he's a comedian i'm trying to remember who it is he's on it's a guy who's on snl white guy i can't remember uh, yeah it's slim pickens yeah that's what i'm saying trey like you could you could rise (laughs) all right all right i'm gonna i'm gonna go super hard for the i'm already being called the spike lee of the nets i'm not i know that's offensive on like three (laughs) thousand levels but it did not take long hey i'll I'll, I'll start going crazy i just need to amplify it a little bit more um home alone or back to the future back to the future Spike Lee or Spike Jones? Spike Lee. Wall Street or Wolf of Wall Street? <laughs> uh, neither. 
uh, Lufa or FaceTile? Uh, Lufa. Luca or Trey? I gotta go Luca because that's that's the only last NBA story I ever did was on Luca. Ronaldo or Messi? I'll go Messi because we're the same size. <laughs> Cover zero with no time left or go line fade? <laughs> Cover zero. <laughs> Burgers or tacos? Tacos, come on, Sally. Sonic or Mario? Um, that's a good question. I played Sonic more as a kid, so I'll go Sonic. Chelsea or Tottenham? Tottenham. Mike Ryan or Tony Reale? I like them both a lot, but Mike Ryan and I, we hang out more, so I'll go with Mike. Your mom's Twitter account or the Kind <laughs> Times? Um, my mom's Twitter account doesn't need my support. She's already up to like 20K followers, which is just she crazy. Bought the, she bought the past me. <laughs> is she about to pass you? How, how do you feel about being passed by a 73-year-old Korean woman who doesn't work in media? That's fire. Listen, I first of all, fame sucks, so I don't care. But wow. I think it's dope. So shout out to I always I'm 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 a softie for parents. So she's like shout out to your moms. She's like my my LeVar ball, but like not <laughs> trying, you know? Mm -hmm. Like right, right. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of like chasing her clout now. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, truthfully. <laughs> I would love to see her be on like HQ one day as like your poppy. <laughs> you know, I, I, we could try that sometime. There, there has been a clamor, a clamor yeah. for more summon kind. So that's good. Uh, Bitcoin or the US dollar? <laughs> the US dollar. <laughs> losing your phone or losing your ID? Losing my ID. The Alchemist or The Tipping Point? I haven't read either. You should read them both. I know. It's just like <laughs> athletes love The Alchemist too. Yeah. So I got to get on that. Yeah, it was like the first book I read when I was a kid that really like kind of changed my mind on things. So I'm telling you, every athlete loves that book. Yeah, it's great. Um, Beyonce's Homecoming or Jay-Z's Fade to Black? Fade to Black. Basketball or The Water Boy? I've never seen basketball. I know we were just talking about South Park. So it's kind I don't of even remember that movie. So I'm just saying basketball is one of the best sports spoof movies of all time. And it, they have so many funny jokes. Feel, feels like a pretty narrow category in sports spoof movies. Uh, um, you know, like, got the major league and, you know, a few others. Talladega Nights. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's there's some. I mean, even oh. semi-pro to a certain extent. Semi-pro is true. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, uh, I don't right, know. Uh, the Matthew Broderick Godzilla or the Mark Wahlberg Planet of the Apes? <laughs> I have not seen either of those, and I'm not ashamed of that. Oh, man. Um, they're both terrible films. Um, Clueless or Mean Girls? They're both great, but I'll go Clueless because that was like formative for me. Puff Daddy or Dr. Dre? Again, I'll go with, is he back to Puff Daddy now? I'll go with Puff Daddy because it's formative for me. I think he's he's still Diddy, but I like is to call him he, <laughs> I feel like he went back at some point. Am I wrong? Didn't he? Oh, he no switches names pretty often. Um, whiskey or tequila? I, I've actually, I would have said whiskey 10 out of 10 times, but recently I've gotten more into tequila. 
Yeah, I love tequila. Uh, shout out to Casa Dragones. Hopefully that can sponsor the show. <laughs> um, Lil Wayne or Drake? Lil Wayne. Oh, nice. Uh, moss or rice? Rice. Pho or ramen? Ramen. The Cookie Monster or Elmo? I go Cookie Monster because I can only impersonate the Cookie Monster. I can't do Elmo. Your DMX impression or your Zipline Super Bowl analysis? DMX, which is the same as my Cookie Monster impersonation. Bring it away! Nick's gonna give it to you! Nick's gonna give it to you! Podcast or broadcast? Um, I like them both for different for different purposes, I gotta say. Uh, it's nice to do a mix. And the last one, ESPN or Lenny? <laughs> I always choose Lenny first. Yeah, that's the one of the two. Squeaky doors, clogs, sinks, finicky engines. When things break around the house, you take care of it. However, when something's off in the bedroom, you just try not to think about it. Come on, man. What are you waiting for? That's a problem that needs to be fixed. So take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash B-O-M now. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. And if medication is appropriate, it ships you free with two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash B-O-M and complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving your home. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash B-O-M right now and you'll get $15 off your first month. It's really time to take care of your ED. Remember, get started today. You'll save $15 on your first order of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com slash B-O-M. Always choose Lenny. Always I just, choose I Lenny. just found Lenny's uh, Twitter, by the way. Which It's was... not his Twitter. It's some guy. Oh, really? See, that's good to know. See, we got a reporting. Yeah. Yo, that's I'm like constantly afraid that whoever created like you're talking about my mom having 20,000 followers. This guy, I assume it's a guy. Let's be real. It's a guy mm-hmm. uh, made an account. That's my dog. And it has at least a couple thousand, maybe a thousand or something. Mm-hmm. Now I'm afraid he's going to wild out and say some kind of crazy political opinion that I don't agree with. That you're not even associated. That's why you got to say you got to just put out the statement now and say, you know what? Lenny the dog, the Twitter account is not associated with Mini Kinds. I do it on the notes app, like all seriously. Yeah, exactly. just yeah, just roll it out. Just like I'm gonna have to public dis- statement. Dis- that yeah. would be crazy. Or you do it on the show if you like, you know, you get your little FaceTime right then and there and you pop and just shut his video, cut a his video ho- of Lenny, like the just, real Lenny. Yeah, just cut, <laughs> you know, a statement from Lenny just barking, like just barking. <laughs> with the subtitles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 right. Yo, whoever's trying to impersonate me, right? All right, so let's let's time travel a little bit. Uh, tell me about young Mina's relationship with playing ping pong. Um, I mean, it's like the story of like a young Serena Williams, um, Tiger Woods, Pele, the greats. Where do they all start? Playing with their parents, you know, being young. Um, I 
grew up playing soccer. Everyone thinks I'm like super unathletic, which is offensive. I actually played soccer competitively until college, but I also, I had older brother and we just did everything together, every sport. And, um, we had a ping pong table and ping pong was the one thing my mom shredded at. So she plays the way she does the, um, people can't see this audio format, but with your hands up like this, you know, like the super, yeah, like the, I forget. Yeah. it's not a scoop, but. It's the it's a, it's a way where if you see someone holding their paddle that way at like a wreck, like a gym, you're about to get fucked up, right? Yeah. So my mom was really, really good at ping pong and was the thing we could do with her. And we would just play for hours and hours and hours when I was a kid. We had pool table too. It's pretty honestly like made us pretty cool in the neighborhood. But uh, my brother and my mom and I just played tons of ping pong together. And um, as a result, I was just really awesome at it. And um like I said, I played soccer, but I didn't play soccer in college, but I did stick with intramurals ping pong and shredded, you know? So um, I'm not saying I'm the best ping pong player at ESPN, but I'm definitely number one. <laughs> Has anybody beat you? No, no one's ever beat me. Not many people have played me. So it's more, it's a lot of talk to be fair, but I'm extremely good. Um, I, are you good enough to scam people out of money? no i think that'd be hard for me because like i have the look of someone who's good at ping pong okay um not trying to stereotype myself but i I think it's not (laughs) like you know like if i I was to show up at like a basketball court i could easily scam people right because nobody would think i'm good wow really okay Mm -hmm. stereotype much but no no um i think people would be very deceived but whereas if i showed up at like a ping pong club i think you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what ping pong players look like, though. Like, I mean, but if you've seen, like, Fred, is there? Nah, because I don't play. I don't play, I, I don't play ping pong. You've never seen like those videos of like the. No, the, no, the, I'm not even gonna lie to you. Oh, the only bro, person bro. I seen was Forrest Gump. Like, and when I think of people that's really nice in the movie, when he was like doing, yeah. it, as so you, when you watch was play, the Olympics, the guy from from, I don't China. see. That's the thing. Yeah. So even, when you I, watch, I don't even watch the Olympics. Silent. What? You don't watch the Olympics? the Olympics? No, I just right. uh, It's a lot. What you it's respect? Like the, to, listen, respect to all the athletes. This is a revelation. It's a lot. I, it's dude, a lot. I love the Olympics. You know the it's, only one I really like is curling. Out of all of the, the sports, yeah, because it's like it's the fascination of like getting it and like landing it. But the other stuff, I don't be watching like that. Oh, oh, man. oh the diving too is kind of fire. Because I remember homie like did the work. The, the, the one that was kind of that went wow. viral, that was pretty you know great. What? Those are I like love... the two most boring mm. ones, right? Yeah, he chose like the worst <laughs> ones. You know what? The Olympics are so great. First of all, it's like March Madness because it's always on, right? Okay. Which I love. And the whole country's watching. And this is not like March Madness, but the thing I love about the Olympics is you can know nothing about the sport or the people or anything. And then with five minutes, you're like crying. You're like, <laughs> I, w- I would die for this Croatian mm-hmm archer or whatever i lo- like the immediate meanwhile the americans don't give a two flying fucks to yes come we do we got we got we got um track americans dominate yeah. at track at track i think the, you know what also I, I, I rock with women's soccer we so lit yeah, yeah we so good, lit at that at like soccer. i get i get mad patriotic okay. off women's soccer the worst well, like, okay. you, don't watch, you don't watch the winter olympics right 
Nah. The, the, the nah, nah I ain't about to. I ain't even about to cap on okay. my show. When so, the, the bobsled? What? W- women's soccer is good because we win, but we don't win by too much. The one that's kind of sad is women's basketball. So I went to Rio and I had to cover a U.S. women's basketball game. I think they were actually playing China. Now, yes, okay. it was China. And honestly, it was hard to watch because you got like seven foot Brittany Griner. And I think the Chinese center was like five, seven. <laughs> and it was just, it just was, defender probably, and the, the score was, was like, probably like a one thirteen to 24. I'm yeah, like, so is like, there a bigger wealth gap anywhere than between? If you want to feel good about America, watch USA women's basketball versus anything. I mean, there's some good countries for sure. Um, Spain. I, I like, I like stress in my sports. <laughs> well, there's, I mean, you know, we're not good at like most things. Yeah, that's fair. Size. That's fair. The men's soccer uh, sucks though. So really. yeah. So ping pong anyways, um, China's really dominant. Koreans are, were pretty good. We're better. Koreans are really good at archery, uh, speed skating and figure skating. Okay. No golf. Well, if it does happen, which I think it is going to happen, I will, yeah. I will tune in and we can live tweet it. How about that? Next one's in LA. I might, I might pull up. Who knows? You never know. All right. Well, now that we know that you're very, very good in ping pong, I will never play you. Maybe you can play Jason and and embarrass him on camera. My dad, my dad was one of those, like how your mom was. Like he would just be his son. What that got to do with you? I'm saying I learned from him. I'm okay. I'm not. I I don't think I could beat Nina. But See, I'll, I'll, you don't get the game, a, a the the game. You can't represent the pod like that if you're not. <laughs> All right. Tell us about young Mina's relationship with building dollhouse furniture. Now, this is a specific dollhouse furniture, not dollhouse. Well, I was giving you, I figured like I could have been like, oh, soccer, you know, drawing. That's fair. I just that's was fair. like, let me think of my. No, nah, this is lit because Most actually I know obvious. somebody that's actually doing that now, like has created like building dollhouse right? Naima, she's doing the whole tiny dollhouse experience. So they got like little jet magazines. It's lit. Like it gets, it gets super intense, but it would stress me out because I would like glue my fingertips or something like that. I don't. I just always really liked tiny stuff when I was little. I have really small hands. You can't really see, but they're, I got like, my pinkies are like tiny, 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 tiny. You can kind of see it. I can see. I'm holding up to the zoom for those who can't see at home. So I always liked um, like just making small things, cutting small things out of paper, stuff like that. And I got a dollhouse when I was really young. And then I thought instead of buying stuff for it, I would just make it. So I learned how to make like furniture and chandeliers and lamps and little meals and stuff like that. Um, Just like craft stuff. Uh, Yeah, it was just like my favorite thing to do. I always liked little like dioramas and models, like architectural models. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why. I just always really enjoyed small things. You haven't brought that back during the, during the quarantine? No, no, that would have been a good hobby to pick up. But uh, hey, we still got time unless you got both shots. You know, I've been I've been so I've been doing a lot of paintings lately, though. So which is my other hobby, the my adult hobby, I guess. Yeah. Um, but uh, have you seen Hereditary? No, but I've read the whole Wikipedia plot for it, so I know what happens. I do that a lot with movies. Scary, uh, but yeah, Tony Collette's character, she she builds a uh, little doll house furniture. That's... And all, all that stuff, like, it, 
I don't say it scares me, but it like reminds me of like basically a, um, like a voodoo doll. Like whenever I see like miniature stuff, like I think about that. It's probably partly because of that Tyler Creator video too, where he's like a in like a dollhouse. I don't know if you've seen. Well, it. dollhouses, I feel like in movies it's, they just I F H A creepy yeah. stuff. H Y, sorry. Why? Yeah. It's a, um, it's a song. It's pretty good. Hereditary is like a top ten terrible Wikipedia page, by the way. Oh, it's, it's an extremely scary and like unsettling movie. It's awful. I would say that Midsommar is a really bit terrible Wikipedia. Have you um, watched that movie? No, but I read the Wikipedia. I know what happens. Oh uh, yeah, no, it's a that movie's fucked actually bad. Like fucked up. Made by the same director. I loved Hereditary. I hated Midsommar. Like it, it just. I don't know. Sometimes things are just gross for gross sakes, and it's just like I don't, I don't need that in my life. So. Not for me. Not for me. <laughs> yeah. oh, no. But that's pretty cool. I mean, I did model cars. You did dollhouses. What that kind was- of model cars? Um, fifty-five step sides, the Impalas, the sixty-ones, the sixty-four. Like out of a kit. So, mm-hmm. but I went beyond the kit. So I bought like Johnson and Johnson Motors, not Johnson Johnson, but Johnson Motors, the generators. And then I would take like Sega Genesis cartridge boxes and then I would buy like switches and I would make it and make the car hop. And I would take bobby pins and put the little Dayton's on it and everything. It was crazy. Here's my thing. It's like it's the same instinct, I think, for kids, Mm -hmm. which is like having a world you can control and like simulating adult life, but on a kid level. And so I think there's like the girl version, quote, 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 and the boy version, but it's driven by the same instinct, I think. Yeah, for sure. Like I I had a glue gun, like at 11, at 11, I'm just (laughs) like taking the wire, the hanger. My grandma's like, where's my hangers? And I'm like bending them to make like this little little bar to put the rims on like i was i was locked in i probably spent like go ahead oh do you ever do pinewood derby were you a boy scout either of you i was a boy scout i was not a year and a half Uh, my my brother was always doing the pinewood derby cars oh yeah 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 no we built we built a car um in woodshop Uh, i had woodshop basically i went from like this all black school in south central to like this all white school in like at the end of elementary in the middle school and they had woodshop, which was mind blowing to me. <laughs> Coming from the area that I came from in South Central, then going to like the valley, like top of Mulholland, um, and like, yeah, we I built like a toolbox, and then yeah, I, when I joined um, the Boy Scouts at the end of fifth grade, and in sixth grade we built a Pinewood Derby car, and uh, man, that was fun. I hadn't thought about that probably in twenty years. <laughs> yeah. How'd you do? Uh, I think we got, we were in like third or fourth place. Yeah, yeah, we didn't win, but uh, it was fun. It was definitely fun to build stuff. I love building stuff. Yeah, I didn't do none of that stuff. I went to a Christian school, so they sent us to like this camp called Rawhide in uh, Southern California. And um, I learned uh, all the parts of the horse. Like, I remember somebody lied and was like, the crest of the horse is from Crest Toothpaste. And I didn't want to brush my teeth with Crest Toothpaste ever again. <laughs> but um, I learned how to ride a horse, like, really fast. Oh, I used to be embarrassed of this stuff because I, I actually um, won a trophy for pony showmanship. What? Yeah. Dude. Yeah. You should get back into that. I don't know. All new stuff about you. I don't know if I really love that though. Like, like riding a horse. Like getting out of my getting out of my neighborhood was like one thing, but like to go stay in this mountain area for like 
a week, right? No, it was two weeks, right? And it's a Christian camp. So at the end of the night, you know, the whole cold shower stuff was not lit to me. Um, the whole bunk bed sharing. I'm an only child type. I got a sister, but we grew up in separate households. So the whole bunk situation was not lit to me. Bugs, I don't like. Don't so like getting on horses with the ice cream scoop and keeping it to the side and clicking the belly and going really fast when I wasn't supposed to. It was a cool experience. So if I ever went on like a Groupon date or something like that, I'll probably look super lit to the date. But um, yeah, pony ship, I did not feel. I you guess. gotta go on like The Bachelor, and then there's a horseback riding. Well, you know, day. I was on James Corden, and I didn't get. I picked. do. I know. That wasn't great. So my that TV career has been. Look, you were you were featured on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. I was on James Corden. I'm not doing it anymore. Yeah, it's Jason's won. turn to hold it down for us. Yeah, I got to be on some uh, sort of game show next. Maybe uh, Je- Jeopardy or um, Wheel of Fortune. Even I'll sell Price is Right. I, I was a Compton Cowboy before Compton Cowboy. I guess was, was a thing. There you go. Nah, they was around way before I was. I was say, they've been around. Shout to them. Are there any uh, pictures of you on a horse? I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, I got one picture actually of me as an adult on a horse. So I'll show that to you. I'll send that to you. But as a kid, no. I was riding on like a painted horse too, which is pretty sick. Like the little spots and it's white. I'll show you later. But it was during the like, you remember when Kawhi uploaded the picture of him and Brock and it's like HDR filtered crazy. It was during that era when I was riding a horse. So (laughs) as as black Twitter would say, it's deep fried. (laughs) I got the Old Town Road trade, man. Old town road trade. Shouts to Calmatic, man. Uh, friend of the show. All right. Our last topic, learning capitals. Tell me about yeah. that. So um other thing I was really into as a kid was geography. Thank and you for clearing that up too, because I thought we was talking about capital letters. No, I I knew what she was talking about. <laughs> I, I know. I'm listen, I, my brain is wired different. I was like yeah. Yo, she I, got excitement in life creating a capital A. I have a story about this, too, that I wanted to let, let Mina get hers off. But I have a story about capitals, too, that I wanted to. Yeah. I mean, I kind of feel like this one's a little bit of, I guess, two out of three of mine were humble brags because I also did the um, ping pong one. But, I mean, I wasn't going to come on and be like, here's something I sucked at that I enjoyed, <laughs> right? Yeah. So, anyways, I was, I was, it, was, it wasn't like I was naturally gifted at geography. It was just my dad thought it was really important when I was a kid. So, he just, from a very young age, my brother and I were constantly doing, like, those brain quest things. You remember those where you flip mm-hmm. the cards with questions? And then playing um, Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego on our Mac Performer. Shouts. Yeah. She's a legend. And <laughs> So I just knew a lot about geography and capitals. And um, I leveraged that into winning our school's geography B every year. Beat my brother when he was in eighth grade. I was in seventh grade. No big deal. Um, went to the state geography B. Made to the top 10. Didn't win. So didn't go all the way or anything. But uh, yeah, I just. And then here's the thing about knowing capitals is like people are really impressed and this is it's so how bar the low is how low the bar is. The bar is yeah. Goodness. Like if if you, someone tells you they're from a country outside of the US as an American, if you just get if they're like, I'm from Mal- Mongolia, and you're like, Oh, you're from Ulaanbaatar or something, you just gotta know the capital. Mm-hmm. Yep. And if they're from the capital, 
you're like, they're so impressed, which is really lame and speaks to how little Americans know about the rest of the world. We don't know shit, man. Shit crazy. <laughs> so it's a really good way to like ingratiate yourself with people. Um, it's just no, simply knowing capitals. Yeah, I, um, I finished second in the geography B. Oh, <laughs> I was I was supposed to uh, I was supposed to be first. I don't remember which one I messed up on. I'm still mad about it uh, because I was going to get to go to like whatever the real competition was. But I finished second at, at the school uh, geometry B. But uh, my better story with it is um, part. Of, I tell the story a lot. I met Tupac when I was a kid at the first school that I went to. It's called Marcus Garvey School. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, it's, it's literally like the, the greatest story of my life and I'll tell it every day. I don't care. And so, <laughs> and so part of part of me being able to meet him was, you know, I got really good grades um, as like an elementary school student. But he came in our class. And so uh, Marcus Garvey School was a school that was like about teaching black history, te- like, you know, all the way back to Africa and everything and teaching um just math and science and all this stuff. And part of it was uh, geography as well and teaching the countries and capitals of Africa. So I would be able at 10 years old, be able to go up and recite the 52 countries and capitals. Wow. I did that in front of Tupac and like then got to meet him one-on-one. So yeah, so that was like, and I'm not that smart anymore. I don't, I That's haven't like- <laughs> all that information. What but- an incredible incentive to learn geography. Right. Like what a reward. He yeah. must have been so impressed. He was. Um, and, you know, like at the time, he was just like, man, you're the future. Like all, you know, <laughs> all this. And it was just a great. Like, how is that not his bio on Twitter? Tupac <laughs> that was the future. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, Tupac was really impressed by me, my geography knowledge once. That's so crazy. Exactly. Yeah. So. Uh, Damn. All I got was a trip to the state capital of Virginia. Yours is so much better. <laughs> Yeah, I wish I, I still remembered all that stuff. I mean, I know some of the capitals. I bet it would all come clicking back pretty. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like yeah, yeah. anything, right? It's like we don't remember all the math equations, but I'm sure if you sat with it for a few minutes, it would come back to you. That's uh, pretty sick. Yeah. Okay. See, I, don't, I, I can't tell you anything about any geography bees. I lost. Can you, do you know any capitals, Trey? Like we're just. I mean, I'm a school teacher, so you know this. This is not. I made the kids do pen maps. Okay. Over and then the fact that they're like, I don't get it. Like getting frustrated. Like it's just like. "Ah." But yeah, make it sing songy, man. That's the way that I learn stuff. Everything's got to be like in song form. Mm. Also, the also the flags were like really color coded. Yeah. And like they'd have to do a puzzle map first. So they have mm-hmm. to put the puzzles. Like, oh, the- like a little. So I had little uh, sayings that I would teach myself. Like, for example, oh, I'm probably saying the wrong. Oman in the Middle East, Oman. Mm-hmm. Capital is Muscat, M-U-S-C-A-T. So mm-hmm. I would think, Oman, I must get going. Like, I had little sentences. See, like look that. at you being clever. You know, well, still, we would, still in my head. I would only, for them to get to learn, like, the different, you know, um, continents, they would be assigned one per um semester oh, okay. and they would choose and then they have to choose like if you're in first grade you choose um an animal if you're in second grade you have to choose an um attraction and then if you're in third grade you just got to write about you know you just choose one country and you got to dive in deep and tell me about your co- about the culture so these kids oh. they're like you know and then we would have a feast 
that represents the continent. Oh, nice. Yeah. So the only one I didn't really get, like, kind of roll with was Australia. Like, I, yeah, I Australian didn't, food is pretty similar. To I Canada. don't like um, what's the what's the sandwich that's like paste? Um, oh, uh, uh, Vegemite. Vegemite. Vegemite, yeah, Vegemite. Vegemite yeah. is salty. Yeah, it's gross. It yeah, is it's not gross, it, yeah. but um, yeah, but everything else, you know, Colombian was pretty good. Like we did the Colombian food. That was that was that was a big man. Thing. I had it made. This is the thing about like not growing up with American parents is whenever we had to do like global stuff, I'd be like, Mom, make some Korean food and <laughs> make like you know some kind of. Korean so that food. was another thing too. I made them really like look on the internet. They could not when we did Asia. They could not buy nothing. Oh, the parents like had to make it. Mm. So it, some of them, some of the parents wasn't happy with it. <laughs> but I made them like really dive deep into the culture. How would you know if they couldn't, or if the parents, man, if I have kids, oh, I'm because cheat so no, because hard I on had, shit like that. Because I, I had a restaurant, um, like like a cheat for the area. Oh, because you weren't in LA. No, I was in Scottsdale, Super Arizona. Cool. Right, it's a more, a little more limited selection. Yeah, because in LA you could fake that so easy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, hey, look, man, do what you want to do, but how bad do you want it? And some parents were like, "Oh, we've been to this country. We'll just, you know," and they just flex their passport and their pictures, and it's cool. But I would, I, I would pick the, I would pick the most like non-common countries all the time. I was, you know I was the worst. Know. I was the worst kid for like potlucks and stuff when we would have it. Because like, <laughs> my mom worked like two jobs. So she or like she worked a double shift, basically the same job, 16 hour days. And like like you trade, like I was a last key kid. So I'm basically just like getting rise to school and coming back. And they'd be like, Jason, where's your like dish? Your homemade yeah. science project. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah. It's just me, guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. yeah no, nah, I used to pull up to the science projects by myself for sure. Little yeah. science fairs and, yeah. and, and the book fairs. Dolo because the latch key. Just be like, yo, what up? What's good? The book, the book y'all, y'all trying to come to the crib after? Yeah. <laughs> I got a dub. I got a dub. I just bought the, I'm the man. I done bought donuts, ice cream, and a Michael Jordan book. What you telling me? Yeah. Right. Did you have a game system though? <laughs> you said what? Did you have a game system? I'll have yeah. every game system oh, ever to exist. System. Like <laughs> I am to this day, I got everything. I got PS5. I got the mini PlayStation. I got the mini Super Nintendo. I got an arcade system in the crib. With wow. No, no quarters needed. It must so be nice. Right. All, all, all I but, have is a Game Boy. But here's the thing. I'm trying to adopt a dog and they still ain't letting me get lit. So I might have to just buy one. We at that point. We at that point because I don't know if I'm a good enough father right now. How, how, how yeah, exactly. adoption I don't know. With all your game systems, how can they turn you down? So. I know, right? <laughs> We got to have a play date with Lenny or something. You feel me? What's it like being an Asian woman and being one of the faces of ESPN? (laughs) Um, Well, you know, I I think uh, I wouldn't call myself face of ESPN, but I think that (laughs) (laughs) I'm I sometimes I forget it and I just feel like the same as everyone else and I feel no different. And then sometimes I'm acutely reminded of it. Typically, when I look at my mentions, um, but also when topics come up, whether it's involving women in sports or women in and around sports, or things like a couple weeks ago, where you know stories involving Asian Americans and hate crimes, suddenly when that happens, you look around, you realize, oh shit, I'm the person who should talk about this. Um, 
just because it's something I've already been thinking about. People I know are thinking about, my family's thinking about, I'm in group text thinking about it, and my colleagues don't even know about it, right? And that's right. no, that's not, it's not their fault. It's just how we're, you know, like when you live something, and that applies to both gender and race for me, it's just, it's on your mind all the time in a way that it isn't for other people. So I think when those moments arise, I try to like pick my spots to be, to use it as an opportunity. Um, people always focus on like the negative stuff and the hate, especially with the women thing. Like people are always asking me about the, cause you know, I just get like merciless like shit, but I really feel really like lucky. Like the notes and messages I get from young women and also Asian Americans, both just men and women, whoever like, you know, my job at the end of the day, like I talk about football on TV. I'm not exactly changing the world, but sometimes I get messages that make me feel like I'm doing a little bit more than that. And that's Thank pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, that's, that's dope. How do you, so you are also very active on social media. Um, your Twitter is extremely popular as is Trey's. Both of you guys are, uh, you know, popping I on Twitter. Shit. <laughs> how do you how do you something times is surpassing you trey <laughs> how do you guys think that social media has changed the landscape of sports media i'll go first i guess um sure. i think first. you know um i wouldn't work in sports media if not for social because i was a business journalist and they saw me tweeting about sports saw that i liked it um i like that not only can you like engage with people and sort of dip your toe in the conversation but Again, there's a lot of shitty sides of it. Like people really just log on to be angry and vent and unload on people. And 99 times out of 100, when someone's saying something to you, it's not actually about you. But it's also really fun and funny. And I like jokes and I like the memes. And and sports are supposed to be fun and funny. And I think sometimes with TV and radio and podcasts, people get a little bit caught up in it and how serious they think, take themselves. And I think I like how social lets us have fun with it because it's really fun at the end of the day. So I like that side. I'm going to say retweet, retweet, retreat, 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 because I also was not in sports. I didn't go to school for that. I was a child psychology major, um, education major. Um, so, you know, talking about sports on Twitter and being found on Twitter and having a career started on Twitter, um, it started from jokes and memes and et cetera. And, and also finding, you know, the community that you relate to, but also me being a former player and then also relating to the community that's on the timeline is pretty dope. And it opens up, it, it shows a different representation. You know what I'm saying? Like where you're like, you know, we get, I'm pretty sure meaning gets the same question. It's like, how would you define your path in sports? And it's just like, I can't say that I have a blueprint for this. It's just kind of, just kind of opens up that way. But like when you do get it, you know, take advantage of it and don't look back. And also, um, you know, understand that, you know, with this big platform comes sometimes responsibility, like in your situation, you know, with what's going on right now to stop Asian hate, most people are probably looking like, hey, can you say something to spread awareness versus the same thing when we were dealing with this last May with the Black, you know, Lives Matter and George Floyd and all these things, it definitely hit home. And I'm just like, I'm just a 
person that talks about basketball and, and tease other basketball players for like losing their hair and all kind of stuff. And now you're depending on me to, you know, be a voice of reason. And like I said, again, you do the negative side, you do get the nasty stuff. If they're not, if you're not saying the right things about people's teams, but this also builds thick skin. Doesn't mean that we're supposed to take it, but we're used to it at this point. So, um, kind of piggybacking off everything Mina said it just opens up a new door like again Jason now you're in this space you know and and, and transitioning um you know you probably wouldn't have it without social media and vice right. versa so. no for sure definitely I love social media I I just uh, I find it fascinating you know on all fronts um just to see how how much it's grown and changed the lives of literally everyone around us like my mom has a Instagram which I thought you know, was like impossible a couple of years ago. And, and, you know, my, my great aunts, they, they've got it. And, you know, just everybody, it's not just for people our age or young people. And just to see how the world continues to evolve with it is very interesting. Um, Mina, my last question for you is uh, who was your hero growing up as a child? Ooh, that's a good question. I gotta say, I didn't, it is kind of a complicated answer because when I was a kid, I probably thought it was like, you know, Ken Griffey Jr. or something. But at the time, I didn't know it was my mom, but it was my mom. And I didn't realize that until later. But like I was emulating her, kind of looking after her in ways that I didn't understand. Um, I wouldn't have my job today unless I learned how to take risks and be brave and do things I was afraid of. And nobody's taken more risks in her life or been braver than my mom who is from North Korea um, came to America in her 30s new country uh, completely built a new life here and again like I was internalizing a lot of those lessons where she was like putting herself out there in the face of you know people not always treating her well or respecting her but I saw a lot of things when I was young that I think built up in me over time so now shouts to mom with 20,000 followers and everybody. <laughs> and look at her, her now. Look she's at her now. And, then, and 40 years later, lit, lit out here. You know? Damn. She's social, a, she's... social media superstar. What advice would you give 18 year old Mina? Okay. So 18 years old, I was, I think a freshman in college. So, cause I was a little younger. I was September birthday. So I was thinking about that cause it changed a lot in college, but I think it was probably, probably needed the same advice that I needed in high school, <laughs> which I think a lot of kids that age need, which is um, not to care so much about the opinion of others. I mean, we need that advice now, right? Everyone does, especially these days where we have so much access to the opinions of others. Uh, but I was really, really preoccupied with where I stood in the world relative to other people and not relative to my own actual wants and passions and desires. And um, I thought whether or not I was successful depended solely on what other people thought of me. And, um, you know, I, I made a lot of decisions based on that. And I think if I could find a way to convince myself that uh, others that I was a capable of kind of finding my own metrics for what was important and being happy with the things I was good at and things I had, I could have really used that lesson when I was younger and to take more risks, I think. 
Oh, also, I would tell her you're right. You don't need math. Even though the teachers say you do. You don't. That was, that was the biggest lie ever. Calculators do it all. You don't have to learn any of that shit. Hey, you don't need math. Shouts to you. Well, Mina, this has been an excellent episode. I appreciate you jumping on with us and, you know, just talking about dollhouses. And I will try my best <laughs> to learn how to play ping pong and watch the Olympics. And shout out to both of you, Brooklyn Nets super fans. Hashtag Nets world. Oh, and become a super fan for the Los Angeles Rams. We're working on that. Yeah, you, you got to get on my I level. Need you, I need your help campaigning me to, to outdo uh, YG. Harden MVP. All right. Growing up the same wins the game. Yo, Rob. Yo, I mean, what's the biggest complaint I always have whenever we record these podcasts? Besides Jerv being too sleepy, um, I think it's you forget <laughs> to name a couple of things. You always want to talk about some extra stuff. Oh, man. It's the worst feeling in the world. When we get done and we say cut and I'm sending the files to Rob and I say, Shit, I forgot we were going to talk about this topic or that topic. Well, guess what? We're not going to have those problems anymore. If you go ahead and download the Stereo app. That's right. Go to Stereo.com slash Darth Amin and make sure you are linked and subscribe to us. And we're going to talk about all of the different things that I always forget about. This is a great app. Every time you guys are listening to this pod, you say, oh, I wish I could chime in. But you're listening to our pod. You can never chime in. It's pre-recorded. Guess what? With stereo, you're able to have your voice heard. You can ask real-time questions about either the pod episode we recorded or whatever we're talking about at the time. It's great. It's a forum for you to listen to your favorite podcasters. That'll be me. And our, yours truly, all at the Count the Things Network. And we're going to be out here. We're going to do this regularly, multiple times a week. Just hop on stereo, download the app, subscribe, follow Darth the Mean, follow Talk Hoops, follow Trayvon, follow Big Waz, all of us. You know who we are. You search for us on the stereo app, you will find us and subscribe to us. And be a part of these conversations real time. Have the ability to ask the questions that you want to ask. Stop us when we're on some bullshit, as we are frequently. And, of course, catch some content that goes above and beyond what you listen to in the podcast you already love. Again, that is the Stereo app. And you can follow me, Stereo.com slash Darth Amin. You can look up everybody else by their handles. Their handles are all the same as what we have on social media you join us multiple times a week i love stereo i'm on the app talking all the time follow me and get notified every time i go live